Here's a message from Ken Lavica. You smell that? It's a freshly baked humble pie. Time to start handing some pieces out. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Theo, you're a mild mattered man. How often would you say people just sort of get on your nerves? Oh, man. Like, every time I log on social media? Yeah. So every day. Yeah, daily. Multiple times a day. Probably every hour on the hour. (laughs) Like, every time you look at your watch and you Uh see it's a new hour, you can be like, yep, Theo just got ticked off. Yeah. Maybe on TikTok. That's the nature of the life that we lead now in uh, 2023, especially with social media becoming such a prominent part of our lives. It's easy to, to say, God just too much of this person i can't i i can't bring myself to 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 sit there and absorb what this person is saying doing i i'm so tired of said person and they think so highly of themselves i just wish just wish they'd be humbled mm. taking down a couple of pegs the definition of humble lower someone in dignity or importance have their dignity lowered something yeah and i will i will be very very frank about this i'm there with aaron rodgers mm. i am there with aaron rodgers i mean this dude is just gallivanting around the jets practice facility finding every microphone he can to let people know hey i'm here i'm aaron rodgers i'm the savior Say something about it. Some would call that confident. I say this dude needs to be humbled. I mean, it, it, it's about time. Because this guy did nothing to impress a year ago except for maybe three of the final four weeks of the season. Then he lost at home to uh, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Mm. Missed the playoffs. Held that Packers team hostage the last four off seasons. Uh, he comports himself like he's, he's the chosen one. He's the holy throwing spirit. I'd love to see him get humbled. It's about time, Theo. It is about time. It's funny because you're saying you want to see him get humbled. The fact that all of the prior events of the last three to four years in this past offseason, I haven't humbled involved, him. Like, I don't think he's humbleable. You might not be. It is, it's, I don't know if humbleable is a word. Humble, humbleable. humbleable. I do yep. like how it it, yeah. it rolls off the lips. Yeah. Humbleable. It's humbleable. not the tongue, it's the lips. You got to get your lips involved. But he feels impervious to being humbled, yeah. especially when you got a guy like Stone Labanowitz carrying his waters yeah. kind of hard. Well, uh, in case you, you missed it last week, uh, Stone and I talked about this in great depth. Uh, Gary, I almost said Gary Payton. <clears throat> you want to call that dude anybody Let me but reset. him? Let yeah. me reset. Sean Payton. The head coach of the Denver Broncos entering his first year, former Super Bowl champion with the New Orleans Saints. He sat down with USA Today and he talked about how, hey, let's lay off of Russell Wilson. The Broncos, what ailed them? Maybe it was a little bit rust, but there was a lot that went into it. Stop taking down this quarterback. Stop ripping this guy apart. He's still Russell Wilson. Here is the quote from Sean Payton to USA Today. Quote, they can only beat the bleep out of you so much, but everybody's got a little stink on their hands. It's not just Russell Wilson. It was a poor offensive line. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. What were they, 29th in the NFL in pre-snap penalties? That's how bad it was. That was a shot at Nathaniel Hackett, who was the not-quite-full-season head coach of the Denver Broncos last year. Didn't quite make it a full season in what will be his only head coaching job that he'll ever have in the NFL. That ship has, as they say, sailed. And then it hit an iceberg, and it fell to the bottom of the North Atlantic. See? Topical from this summer. That's what we do on this show. What up, Ocean Gate? Uh, So so then, then 
he went on to say more. And he said aside time, the Jets, who is a right week five opponent, Stone, week five opponent, four, four, week four opponent of the New York Jets, the Broncos and the Jets. Quote, it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or an organization gets embarrassed. And that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much bleeping time trying to win the offseason, the PR, the popping circumstance, marching people around, all this stuff. We're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch. Hard knocks. All of it. I can see it coming. Remember when former Washington owner Dan Snyder put that dream team together? I was at the Giants in 2000. I was a young coach. I thought, how are we going to compete with them? Deion Sanders is there now. That team won eight games or whatever. So listen, just put the work in. End quote. I mean, that's some strong stuff from Sean Payton. Dude hasn't even coached a single snap of preseason football yet, and he's already starting up beefs, and he's already – I love it. I mean, I don't remember him being this unhinged in New Orleans. Then that drew the ire of Robert Sala, the current uh, head coach of the New York Jets. Year number three for Coach Sala. Coach Sala, by the way, last week – in response to Sean Payton, one of the cringiest quotes of the offseason. Um, well, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. Is he? You know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But, uh, but as far as you know, what we have going on here, it's, um, you know, the. I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. You know. Oh boy, that's tough. Yeah. That's really rough. I like that he lives by that saying. He lives by it. Do you think he wakes up and he's got that sign above his door? If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping in like at Notre Dame. Play like a champion today. Oh he like hits God. it as he walks out of his bedroom. Give it a little love tap. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, can't that's just so D-baggy. It, it was terrible. Like, it, nobody can really deliver that line and look cool, though, honestly. Well, outside of the rap song. Right. You can't well, just, here. it's hard to deliver that. If you ain't have no haters, you ain't popping. That's my life slope. I will say, though, Theo did deliver it without <laughs> me cringing. <laughs> That's because I was doing it in a mocking way, though. If I was serious, if I sat here in front of this mic and said, man, y'all, I always live by the slogan. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't pop. Yeah, if you just, uh, like, you just impromptu of nothing just brought yeah. it up. And Josh Cohen does it every single day. Yeah, I was about does to. Does he yeah. really? Oh, I mean, every single day. I forgot Josh Cohen is one of those kind of guys. He, he, he would say this. He yeah. would say that. I mean, absolutely would say this. Josh would literally... Slash he, does say this. Has he said it? I, I mean, I, not verbatim. He just says it a, a different type of way, something right? Something similar, Replace yeah. Replace this word with that word and this word with that word. But yeah, same thing. That does sound like something Josh Cohen would do. Does he have more in common with Robert Sala than we <laughs> previously thought? I don't know, dude. Robert hey. Sala's big buff. Hey, uh, do, we have a, do we have a hip-hop beat? Just a random generic hip-hop beat that we could find real quick. I mean, I, for sure. I do want to... I, I just want to... I want to do a little experiment here. Because Robert Sala, maybe it sounds cooler if you put like a beat, beat behind beat it. A beat behind So what I want to do, I just want to go around the, uh, around the horn here and just see who can pull it off oh, with a beat. Because maybe a, beat, maybe beat, a beat makes it a little bit different. And again, it's... Uh, uh, if yet... Uh, what is the... What's the, the... If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. If you ain't got no haters, you... All right. Ready? Can you can you just bring that up? Oh, I love this. All right, here we go. So Theo, you start. Right. Okay, here just we go. Just get the. <laughs> here we go. All right. Yeah. I want to sing the actual song now, but I'm sorry. Okay, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, a plus. <laughs> Stone, your turn. Uh, go ahead and uh, give get your get yourself set here. So I'm Theo, that was like set. a nine out of a ten. Yeah, Theo, I mean Theo should not have gone first. You got to set the stage. That was pretty good. Theo should not have gone first. <laughs> you didn't. Know, why can I go first? There we you go. got to follow it up. This is a good beat selection too. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Well, Why did you say it to the beat at least? I don't right. know the beat. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. There we go. There we go. Man, Stone. Is that Stone or DJ Mustard over there? Huh? <laughs> DJ Mustard. Is that DJ Envy? Oh, man. Speaking of DJs, What's... we'll uh, hear from DJ Khaled, who made an ass of himself oh, over the weekend here on the show. Goodness. I feel like I hear from him too much. Yeah, probably. But might as well. Hold on, I gotta actually. Quite on the set. Does the beat ever kick in? Or oh, about yeah. to happen right, okay. right about. Okay. All right, here we go. Mm. Mm. You were supposed to hit it. If up. you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. 
<laughs> so as you can see, not just everybody can pull that off. It's a tough one to pull off. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd say of of Coach Sala and uh, me and Stone and Theo, Theo handled it much better than everybody. A little more smooth. Yeah. yeah a little un- more smooth. Undoubtedly. So but- so so that was Robert Sala's response <laughs> to Sean Payton. Okay. Then we get to the tough guy himself. Old number. What is he wearing? What's he wearing in uh, New York? Is eight. he wearing eight? He's wearing eight. eight. Not 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 old number twelve uh, because that's up in the uh, the Jets rafters. That's right. Shout with, out Joe, uh, Mister Namath. Yeah. Um, good old tough guy number eight sat down with Peter Schrager of the NFL Network, and Peter Schrager lobbed up a softball to old Aaron and let the old tough guy flap his gums. Aaron Rodgers at Jets training camp on Saturday, getting tough talking nasty to Sean Payton, Denver Broncos head coach. I'm not going to ask you about Sean Payton's comments directly, but I will ask you but I am going to, to maybe address Nathaniel Hackett as a coach and what he means to you oh, and wow. what he can bring to this Jets team. That story goes out there. I had about a million texts from people in the coaching community saying that was out of line. Was there... Yet you see Hackett out here. He's still pumped up. I don't think it affects him as much as maybe it affects everyone on the outside. And yet you and him have this great bond and union together where you've always had his back. He's always had yours. Yeah, I love Nathaniel Hackett, and those comments were very surprising. Um, to for a coach to do that to another coach, my love for Hack goes deep. You know, we had uh, some great years together in Green Bay, kept in touch. Um, love him and his family. He's an incredible family man, incredible dad, and on the field, you know, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Just his approach to it, how he makes it fun, uh, how he cares about the guys, uh, just how he goes about his business with respect, with leadership, with honesty, with integrity. And it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. Oh, God. I mean, just stop. Just, just stop. Yeah. Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Bro, he couldn't even last a full season as an NFL head coach. In his first game, he purposely set up his field goal kicker for a 64-yard field goal. At the end of the game. I like our odds. This, this man had no singular clue what he was doing in that position. God forbid that a guy who has won a Super Bowl, has a Super Bowl ring, has done nothing but win as an NFL head coach, was one of the most sought-after free agent coaches that we've seen in the history of the league. God forbid he it takes inventory of his team and says, wait a minute, the guy who was running this, that was flat garbage. That was just flat out bad. Yeah. So, so it's not for Aaron Rodgers, and he's he's sitting there talking about, oh, if it goes bad for his team, if it goes bad for his team, he's just setting up an excuse. If it goes bad for his team, no, he's 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 got nothing to lose. Sean Payton is saying, hey, my quarterback's got something. My quarterback's got something. My quarterback's got something. And if Russell Wilson doesn't have something this year, then what can Sean Payton do? Press the reset button. Time to move on to another quarterback. Like yeah. that's going to be the move. But man, this Aaron Rodgers guy. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I mean, this dude has not since he got to New York uh not met a camera he didn't love. The audacity of this guy. Oh, hard knocks. Oh, it isn't good. We didn't want to do it. It's unfortunate had it forced on us. But then this dude hasn't seen a microphone that he doesn't love since he got to New York. This guy, if you look at Garrett Wilson's social media yesterday, uh, he's playing for the Hard Knocks cameras at the Jets facility, walking in with little toy AR-15s with little sticky darts on him, uh, doing SWAT team work with his boys as a bonding experience. How corny is that? This guy, uh, listen, man, Aaron, you don't understand. You have joined one of the most underwhelming, incompetent NFL franchises in the history of the league, mm. and you're acting like you're going to a home run experience with a coach who's never won anything, with players who had good rookie seasons, is that going to translate into a second year? And then you, 
you, who missed the playoffs last year at home at the hands of a dome team in the cold, the, the lowly Detroit Lions, this man needs to be humbled in a big way. I have had about enough of the Aaron Rodgers Jets experience. Hey, let's throw another parade for him for taking a pay cut. A guy who has no worries about money. But Theo, seriously, let's strike up the band and march down Broadway because Aaron Rodgers took a pay cut like he's the first quarterback to ever take a pay cut in the history of the NFL. Is Enough. It, is it really a pay cut when you also have the caveat that you have to hire a ton of my friends? Right, right, like, right. It, yeah, it, every, it, everything you do with me is a package deal yeah. when my boys are coming along. It's like, yeah, I'll take a pay cut, but can you take that money plus a little bit more and hook up my guy Lazard and then bring in Hackett and then bring in... Uh, who else did they brought in there from the Packers? Randall Cobb. Randall, Randall Cobb, of Cobb. course. Randall Cobb is is like his Siamese twin. They're just attached to the hip. Jordy Nelson, I'm sure, is going to get like a practice <laughs> squad deal. I mean, he's just bringing in all his buddies, and um, I think it's good for him. But I, I don't know if we can consider that a pay cut. He also missed the mark there on what Sean Payton is doing. Isn't what Sean Payton doing clear? He's not like setting himself up for a soft landing if this fails. Hmm. He's just trying to instill some confidence in Russell Wilson and have his back while he's stuck with Russell Wilson. Right. And what's the way to do that? Right. Point the finger at the guy that's no longer on the team. Nathaniel Hackett is, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett was the head coach of the worst season of Russell Wilson's career. Yeah. Right? The, the worst coach in Russell Wilson's illustrious Hall of Fame career. So if you're Sean Payton, who else are you going to set your sights on? Right. You're going to blame Jerry Judy? You still right. have to have that guy produce for you. And let the record show, Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, he came out when he was hired by the Denver Broncos and said, yeah, I was surprised too. I, like, that's not good. Uh, this is a guy who didn't call the plays in Green Bay. It's not like he can sit there and take responsibility for the Packers' offensive success. No, the head coach called the plays. The quarterback called the plays. Nathaniel Hackett was there to, to pat Aaron Rodgers on the head and say, love you. <laughs> Love you. Make it fun. Make it fun. Let's do you. Come on, man. And that's the same thing it's going to be with the Jets, and that's why Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett because Nathaniel Hackett is his boy and not his coach. So uh, Aaron, I, I cannot wait for the New York Jets to be humbled. Like I feel so much more strongly about this than the last time the Jets had a former Green Bay quarterback when it was Brett Favre in charge, and they, had, they were doing this whole trot around like we're the bleep off season. I mean, this is 10 times that. Enough already. Aaron Rodgers, to me, I, I can't wait for him to be humbled. I need him to be humbled. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On social media, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Who in sports most needs a humbling? How do you feel about that, Stone? Ooh, Stone is fuming. I mean, I'm definitely fuming. I think this is one of the biggest reaches in, in regards to a topic that we've done in, in quite some time a now. A reach like the Jets being a Super Bowl favorite? Because I think if you just if you just lay out the scope of things, the landscape, right? What are the big names? What are the big faces saying? That what Aaron Rodgers is putting on display in 2023, this offseason, leading into what we're about to embark on, is, is clinic tape in regards to being humble. It's the, you know, bringing your teammates onto your team, right, that can help the team. It's being a good mentor to Zach Wilson. It's taking a $34 million pay cut, which we did parade around for Mr. Tom Brady when he did it. All of the things that he's doing. He never defended his coaches in Green Bay. How many rings does that Tom Brady something. have? I'm just sorry. How many How many championships did Tom Brady have when he kept taking pay cuts? I think he just has six more than Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't necessarily know which way that tilts the argument in regards to coming no, in. It with does. The, you're, you're arguably it's, one it's of the admirable, it, It's admirable when you are a multiple-time Super Bowl champion quarterback and you're yeah. taking pay cuts in order to keep winning other than Aaron Rodgers, who's already made his money. He kept the Packers hostage, signed contracts, made his money, and now gets to New York, yeah. There, there's no concern about money, so it's hey, fine, yeah, yeah. Sur surround him, surround him, surround I mean, me. That's the, fine. The parallels are there, right? You're a four-time MVP, you're a Super Bowl champion, you're 38 years old, like, and you're taking a 34 million dollar pay cut. It's something that we commended, and it was in Tom Brady's docu series that he was recording right during the season while he was playing football. Right, so when we talk about being humble. Aaron Rodgers said, hey, they're shoving this down our throat. So the cameras and stuff, he's just really good at handling this stuff, right? Wow. The, the camera loves him. He, he's just really good at it. That's why they want to follow him mm. and stuff. And as far as... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, as far as the, Wait, a camera? The camera loves you, As far as going after kind of the Navy SEAL and Marine things that they did to try to build camaraderie, I mean... Calling it corny is super weird, right? This is a team with 100-plus dudes who are, are 54 at, at this point. And the season that are really close to each other, so calling that corny is weird, right? It's a, a lot cooler than playing the band. I mean, I don't know what we're doing 
in regards to Aaron Rodgers. He's been so humble. This is clinic tape what he's done. This is clinic tape. Everything that Aaron no, Rodgers right. has done is commendable. Hey, yeah. and has been shouted out by everybody. Uh-huh. Just, I, I, I think it tells. It's such an act. Me a lot. I'm gonna about, say it's not an act. Everything. It is He's so 40. against. It is against. It is against everything he has been his entire career. This look at me, especially the last four or five years in Green Bay. I'm the reason for the success. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Even this past offseason. Oh, well, I'm going to go into a basement uh, for a week. I'm going to turn the lights off. I'm going to go into a basement. And the Packers are trying to get a hold of him, get a hold of him, get a hold of him. Oh, well, if you FaceTimed me. I mean, what a jackass. What, <laughs> we what an exorbitant off. jackass. We Sorry that he has personal hobbies. Like We played off of it on our show that it was something that, that was so... Something that we took an interest in is the darkness retreat. We we did that. Like we played off the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. We could have left it alone and let the weirdo be a weirdo. But no, we want to talk you, about you realize it. Why, we want to do this stuff. You realize why we did that, right? Like this it was show. This so show. Stupid. This show. Right. Uh, this show delves into satire an awful lot. And the best way to satirize something is when something is completely nonsensical and outright ridiculous. He's and Aaron Rodgers checks every single one of those boxes. Personally, he makes it easy. In his personal life, yes, he makes it easy. I don't know why we give a damn with it. Let's go further. Joe Namath, right? I don't want to wear 12. That's like a humble thing that somebody would do. It's like, no, it's cool, brother. I'm going to wear number eight because this city is this is your team. You don't want that not pressure. My team. You don't it's want that smoke. Act. Pressure. He would body Joe it's Namath if he had the act. opportunity. It's an act. It's I mean he's did you forty. Just, did you yeah. just infer that Aaron Rodgers would would physically accost? I mean Joe Namath. Yeah, I was speaking, what are you talking I was about? Speaking on a level of X's and O's, like Joe Namath doesn't. Oh. the cards don't stack in regards to playing the quarterback position. It's Aaron different Rodgers. era. Come I on, man. You're same number of Super Bowl championships. Yeah, they same, same number of titles. Champions. Joe Namath. Right, Aaron they're Rogers. both Super Bowl champions. Uh, one made a guarantee and lived up to it. The other mm. went into a basement. Uh, who in sports most needs a humbling? I say Aaron Rodgers. He is the top of my list. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Theo, you you excel in matters. Come on. The likes of which we're discussing here on this Monday. Who are you humbling? Who needs a humbling? Who needs a good old-fashioned smack, proverbial smack in the package? Take a humbling. This, is, this, this one right here is, is so easy for me. Um, and and we're just gonna jump right to it, man. I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. All right, I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow and those Cincinnati Bengals. There is there's no way, and and, and he's now he's gonna do the quarterback series on Netflix yep. because obviously Patrick Mahomes did. He wants to be like Big Bro. Um, but what Joe Burrow has been blessed with since he's brought into the NFL with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon in the backfield. Hayden Hurst. Who's the other tight end they have? Ozama? Ozama. Yeah. yeah. All these weapons. And LSU, he, he transfers. He runs from the smoke in Ohio State, by the way. He ran from the smoke there. He couldn't stay there. He transfers to LSU because they gave other guys the jobs at, at Ohio State. And what does he have? He looks to his left. Justin Jefferson. He looks to his right. Who's the other guy? Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Back in his backfield. First round running back. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He looks on the sideline. What better coach than, uh, what's his name, Raspy Voice? Coach O, Ed Ogeron. I mean, he's getting everybody pumped up. Joe Burrow has been so silver spoon. <laughs> and Coach O's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Allegedly. Plural. Well, that yeah. was, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah. you right. can't touch on that. Is it alleged? I feel like it's out there. <laughs> Probably. I think it's out there. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. All of these blessings, all this silver spoon action, now he's the next second coming. He's He's such a great mind. He's an elite quarterback. Even though he, he lost to Patrick Mahomes with the matter most his past postseason, he still is kind of living in that air of being up next. And I can't wait until this football season. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs humble him one more time. And it's time for good. It's going to put the nail in the coffin this year. Because I feel like y'all, y'all might feel like last year, oh, it was just nail in the coffin this year, a blowout win Chiefs over Bengals, especially in that, in that regular season. Maybe again in the postseason as well. But I think Joe Burrow needs a good humble. Man. Theo might need a good hump. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, it's a tall order. Yeah. That's a tall, tall order. order? And is it true? I, I don't think it's that tall an order. I, I love it, first of all. But Joe Burrow, what is he, three and one against Patrick Mahomes in his yeah. career? So it won't be just one blowout win, right? You need to you need to get to that three and three. You need to get to that four. Oh, what's that one, though? What's that one? What's that one? 
That one is the, AFC the, the AFC title, title game. Yeah. So they're one and one head to head in AFC title. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't into the Bengals that beat the Chiefs the year before yeah, that. That's yeah, they, they, they were, but then they didn't finish the deal. So it, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got the ring. That's a, that's how a many great point. Super Bowl champions? Go ahead and say that over a beat too, Stone. See how that sounds. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. That was yeah. hard. Yeah. That was hard. That was bars. <laughs> that, was, that was a bar. Yeah. No, I'm uh, just saying, like for the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow himself. I don't even have as much of a problem with him. He actually is a pretty chill dude. He's been taking it um well. Even when they asked him in this offseason. Who's the best quarterback? He said Mahomes until somebody goes and gets him, which he hopes he's that guy. It's really the Bengals fans, and it's really some of the media members, and it's even Jamar Chase himself who keep on throwing some fire on it and getting the smoke arise. And and as a Chiefs fan, as a longstanding member of Chiefs Kingdom, who, by the way, y'all, at ACC kickoff in Charlotte, they were hosing me. They were hosing me there. I ran into a lot of Panthers fans especially some of the media that remembered me as a Panthers fan back in the day. They're like, yeah, man, how you feeling? And I'm like, not with you guys anymore, but good luck. <laughs> and they were hosing me. I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of hate from Panthers fans this past week. But we'll, beyond that, yeah. as a longstanding Chiefs fan, <laughs> I'm just sick of all the noise around this Joe Burrow guy. He has no rings, no MVPs, and he can't step to a guy like Patrick Mahomes, QB1. Right now he has no calf. Oh, I forgot he's about to, that part uh, of it, too. Work yeah. on that too. I feel bad. I feel bad for the injury, too. That's no hate on, on he'll be that. All right. yeah. yeah, he'll be fine. He'll uh, be good. Who in sports most needs a humbling? I say Aaron Rodgers. Theo says Joe Burrow. We have a run on quarterbacks right now. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 760-3776. Roger on social media says SEC fans. See, that's a good one. That's forever. Hell SEC yeah. fans. Yeah, that is perpetual need a humbling. And 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 real quick about SEC fans, is there more loser behavior? Is there any more loser behavior than than a fan of an SEC team yeah. who then flies the SEC banner? Like, stop it. You've got you, your... Mississippi State. Yeah, like, it's, enough. I, oh, so, ah, we only had five wins and missed out on a bowl game. But, ah, we're in the right spot as fans because Alabama and Georgia are winning national championships. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't latch on to Alabama and Georgia just because they're in your conference. That's nonsense. That's garbage. The only time that's applicable is in hindsight, like what we saw with FAU this year, where Conference USA was the best mid-major conference in the country, and you're trying to build a resume. You're trying to use that as a, hey, this was a lot more difficult with better teams than we get credit for. Um, uh, And then you can put on the cloak of the conference. But with the SEC, you can't sit there and watch Georgia win by four. 50 in a national championship game, and then as a Mississippi State fan or a Vanderbilt, I mean, God forbid, oh, don't, don't even bring a them in Vanderbilt this. fan and sit back and say, yep, that's just how we do it in the SEC. <laughs> uh-uh. It doesn't work like that. Bing! That's them spitting into their spittoon like all good SEC rednecks do. Oh. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, that's 888-760-3776, and on social media, at KLV1063, who in sports needs a good old-fashioned humbling. When we return here on Ken Levick Alive, Stone Labanowitz, he will reveal who he wants to see humbled. We'll take your calls. We'll take your social media as well. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social. Open. At KLV 106.3. He's Theodore C. WPTV News Channel 5. WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man. You know a guy who really needs to be humbled? Uh, there's a certain GM out in Portland. Mm. A man by the name of Joe Cronin. And trust me, we are going to get to him later. That guy, I mean, I've never seen a GM go running and crying to a commissioner. At least what I presume to have happened, like Joe Cronin. Uh, Damian Lillard is is literally being taken hostage now by the Portland Trailblazers. And Joe Cronin's going to cry to the NBA. Just going to cry to the NBA. This guy sucks. But Joe Cronin, back a couple of weeks ago at the Summer League, you remember when when he was talking about... uh, how long he was going to take, how long he was going to take to figure out what's best for the Blazers and dealing with the heat and Damian Lillard. Remember Joe Cronin and his months and months nonsense. I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or, you know, the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is going to, has been with this and will be with this, is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. Um, and we're going to see, you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. This guy's in so far o- over his head. He has no idea what he's doing. He want to be Danny Ainge. Yeah, and, and he he's never done one thing, though, to, he's never made one acquisition, one move to actually improve that Blazers roster. Like, not one. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's talked about for two years how aggressive he's going to be, how aggressive he's going to be. He never did anything. That's why Damian Lillard wants out, because he didn't have the stones, this Joe Cronin guy, to ever do anything, to make a deal, to call the GM and put together a meaningful uh, business plan. And so now, all of a sudden, he's going to talk tough. Uh, months and months and months and months and months and months. I-, I trust nobody in sports less than Joe Cronin to do anything that is impactful in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't. He does not know what he's doing. So instead, he's going to go cry to the NBA and get Damian Lillard and his agent in trouble. And again, we'll go through the 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 details of that later in the show. Mm. But this guy, this guy thinks he's something. Joe Cronin thinks he's someone because he's got that GM title. He ain't nothing. He's arguably the worst executive in the NBA going right now. I mean, that man to talk tough like that at the summer league. He needs to be humbled in a big, big, big way. It's that time. It's that time. And also, it's just like it feels like he's just trying to build his brand equity. Like, the more he holds on to this, the more we have to talk about Joe Cronin when he should be an afterthought. We should be talking about yep. Scoot Henderson and what the Blazers are building. So, like, yeah. he's a scrub. He he is – Joe Cronin is trying to act like a victim. Like, that's what I, I – is so gross about Joe Cronin is that this whole time since Damian Lillard requested the trade – uh, what he's fed through Adrian Wojnarowski, and then what he said at Summer League, he's acting like he's a victim. He's acting like he's a victim. Mm. I, I, I just, it's, it's sort of like you've got someone who's got a, got a nice condo or, or a, a home, right? And you, I don't know how you've come into possession of these things, but you have a bunch of gold bars, right? And instead of putting them in a safe or digging a hole in your backyard and, and burying them there, you just stack them up in front of your window. And then you come home one day and the window is smashed in and the gold bars are gone and you call the police. I can't believe this happened. No, dummy. No, dummy. You, you, you put them for all to see. You can't be a victim when you acted like a dumbass. Mm. Like Joe Cronin, that's my, uh, my analogy. You got to bury the gold, dude. I understood it. That was a good analogy, actually. It was really weird. <laughs> you, it was very convoluted. It had some twists and turns. I'm <laughs> yeah. wondering, I'm yeah. wondering uh, how much experience you have with digging holes to bury uh, things you don't want people to get to. I'm not going to ask any follow-ups, uh-huh. but yeah, it was pretty all good. Right. Uh, I promise I've never dug a hole in my backyard okay. other than the corpse of a hamster. Okay. okay. Oh, that's the only time. Rest in peace, Peanut. Well, you didn't put the corpse in there, right? You put, oh. No, we buried Peanut, the in, hamster. In like a shoebox? What do you mean? Yeah, in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fake buried it? Yeah, I didn't bury I it you, alive. I was. <laughs> you think that he told his kids that, hey, it's in here, we're going to bury it, and it was really in the garbage can or something? Like, what, did you, what do you mean? I would have. I thought Even that's what you Even though I think done. that's fine. Yeah. I think that's fine. You had a ceremonial burial. But no, we went the full extra mile and we put Peanut, it's <laughs> rigor mortis rigid body, oh in the box and uh, dug a hole in the backyard and uh, and said, farewell, Peanut. <sighs> okay, yeah, you, cool. You could have just, 
You didn't have to actually. I, I didn't know people actually did that. It's just yeah. totally normal. It was it's part, normal. Of, part of your family. It right? is. Yeah. Like, you're not going to. Grandma's not going to pass, and you're not going <laughs> to toss her in the trash compactor, but then you have a casket and you put her in the ground and say, hey, bye, Grandma. No, like, you're going to go the full extra mile, and Grandma's going to be in the box. <laughs> okay? Grandma, you're right. Grandma will be in the box. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you a lot. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Uh, and, uh, and you can uh, social media us at KLV1063. I say Aaron Rodgers. That man needs to be humbled. Theo says Gerald Burrow. Humble that man. Stone, who needs to be humbled? I think this one was really easy for me, and I chose who I'm going to say over Justin Fields. I'll leave the lightweight for you guys because mm. Justin Fields is just rubbing everybody the wrong way. But I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. That's a great call. I mean, yeah. at, at some point, at some point, needs to shut his mouth. I mean, anytime there are cameras or mics, <laughs> I mean, he's right in front of them. He, he, he does, making love to him like yeah. Aaron Rodgers He does, does his hey. podcast parade. He says whatever. This guy's 29 years old talking about how he's going to retire. He's going to retire by 2025. I mean, who the hell are you to well, talk about you're going to retire? But, but you are why, not even 30 years old. Why can't he? I mean, you can you can do all you want. I just think that <laughs> it's something where he wants to put his nose out in front. He wants to be the cool guy who's had that next level so you thought think he's about just life. saying outlandish stuff to get attention. No, he doesn't really intend on retiring. I, I just, as far you're as calling the, him a liar. I just don't think the intelligence is there. Like, I think that he's saying something really unique. Well, now like, you're calling him dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's think, saying something like, hey, many players haven't thought about what they're going to do after football. So me, I think, you know, I've been thinking about retirement. Right? Oh, we you have think a life. he's taking credit for something that maybe is a little more widespread than he is lead, letting on. Right. I, I, I think that's exactly the case. And He's I, not dumb. Stone I mean, didn't call you dumb, Tyreek. I mean, Please come on the show. 2,000 yards. I mean, I, I, I love confidence and I love this stuff, but to say you're going to break Calvin Johnson's record that he's held since 2012, a little outlandish, I think, to a certain degree, especially with who you have at the quarterback position. Ooh. And then, you know, smacking guys up at marinas. I mean, you're a grown-ass man. He's just domestic violence. Like, there's See, so many things that yeah, go child abuse. No, run around that's, for, for Tyreek That Hill. I agree with. Like, yeah. I just think that uh, like the decision-making on his part, right. it can be really frustrated. Like, what are you doing smacking someone at the head in a marina? Like, what, what, what are you doing? He, he, he has a long, now-documented history of hitting people when he shouldn't. He has a long history. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. I mean... This started before his NFL career even started. So it's just like, yeah, he's he's an idiot off the field at times. And I hate that about him. Great player. But you're right. He should be humbled a little bit. I think just a little bit. I think that, yes, I, I for the most part, agree with you. But this is also a guy with that type of personality and yeah. the way he puts himself out there that has done nothing but put up major production he is in his great career. Like, I, the last thing I want him to do is to sit there in a training camp and and say, have you guys ever thought about why we're on Earth? Have you ever thought about the meaning of life? Like that's boring. That's terrible. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want philosophical Tyreek Hill. I want braggadocious. Yeah. I want uh, eccentric Tyreek Hill. If he's going to put up, uh, you know, fifteen hundred yards receiving yeah. in a season, he, I want that guy. He legitimately spoke as far as the life on Earth thing. Four days ago, in a piece that Omar Kelly has written and that he said under Dolphins training camp, he said, I've taken a few steps back on my retirement quotes earlier. I had a conversation with my father, and he talked about there's a lot more to life than what we're doing in this sport playing football, and that there's a whole other life to live. And that, okay. So he, he, I mean, he did well, that. That's called introspective, Stone. Yeah. Right. Well, you'll, get you just, a, you'll get to a certain age, and you'll have an existential crisis. He's like four years had, older than I am. And you, you will become introspective <laughs> He's as well. younger than Theo. He is four oh, years older than I am. That, and he also has generational wealth already. Yeah, so. but, for, but for four years down the road, is for me to have an introspective, I could be having that now. It's only four years. It's 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 not that that far along down the road. I just haven't had that introspective. No, thought yeah, yet. I didn't have my existential crisis until I was around thirty. So you'll get yeah. there. Don't I, I, mean, I could have mine at twenty six. Who's to say? AJ, none but a numbers. Who's to That's say? right. That's yeah. right. Who in sports most needs a humbling? I say Aaron Rodgers. Theo says Joe Burrow. Stone says Tyree Kill. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 888-760-3776. Chris messages in, not a popular opinion, but LeBron James. My honorable mentions, Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. See, the- Conor McGregor's lucky he's a free man, allegedly. Yeah, not nah, for real. Yeah, he needs to, a lot of things before humble himself. He has to do a lot of other things to clean up that act. But 
I would push back on LeBron James. Like, we want that man to humble himself, that guy who literally had all the hype and all of the circumstances around him before he I got mean, in the league and, and made do on all of it. He has acted like he invented Taco Tuesday, and that I have a significant <laughs> problem with. He's the inventor He's, of a lot of things. He, he did not Le- invent Taco Tuesday. LeBron James, to me, is like... I. He doesn't have to humble himself for one second. Right. Like, he is literally, and I'm not even a big LeBron guy. I'm not a LeBron fan. Like, Stone, that's your that's your angle. I'm appreciative of the four years he gave us uh, as a Miami Heat fan. But, like, LeBron James, what he's done on the court, what he's done off the court, how great of a family man he is, everything about LeBron James, outside of the fact that he only reads the first three pages of every book he picks up, <laughs> is impervious to criticism to me. Like, talk about the basketball side of it, but, like, humble yourself? I don't know. That dude is... That dude has done everything that we said he would do, and more. I can see where he comes off as extremely arrogant, and it drives you crazy. I, 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 I've never been in a position where I can talk about myself in such glowing terms like LeBron does a lot on social media. And but that's just how he is. Like he spent his entire life being told how great he is. Yeah. But unlike a lot of people I know, and I've covered high school football for a long time, and college football for a long time, and the NFL for a long time. A lot of those guys get told how great they are, and then they just flatline. Yeah, um, LeBron is one of the rare prodigies told how great he is who has exceeded expectations. So for me, it's almost as if, and I'm not the biggest LeBron guy just like you, Theo. I'm not a huge stand like like Le- like Stone is, but I can't blame him. Like I can't blame him. It's not like he has uh, not realized full expectations like uh, an Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Ooh. You're just going to let that one simmer a little bit? I'm going to let it sit. Marinate. I, I, I think for the LeBron James stuff, like we've, we've come to a point now you can literally say whatever you want on social media, but for, yeah. for these athletes and these celebrities that, that just irk people, it's almost like they're waiting for them to say, they could say anything, but you're just waiting to be irked. You know no matter what he says, whether you like it or dislike it, you're going to find a way that's called hating. that it irks you. That's called hating. It's called being Skip Bayless. If it's, it's I guess, right? Hating, and that's kind of, this, this is where we're at right now. It's like you're just trying to find these reasons on why somebody's annoying or why you hate them. Yeah. It's, it, it sucks. Uh, speaking of Skip Bayless, Brad messages, Skip Bayless <laughs> needs to be humbled. I think he does. Oh, I think goodness. he has been. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Shannon Sharp, can't work with you any longer, and so he gets up and leaves the show, and there's a good chance he's going to end up making five times more than he made at FS1 working with Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless was so affected by that, and this is a guy who, I've got an opinion, I've got an opinion, listen to me, he apparently isn't good enough. Like Stephen A., he would just rotate hosts in for the next two months, yeah. right, and just do his show because he's Stephen A. Skip Bayless needed to take a hiatus. Man. Because he can't, he he can't he can't mesh with someone else on short notice to to discuss sports, to debate sports, right? Stone like Skip Bell is taking a hiatus instead of bringing in guest hosts like Stephen A. We make fun of Stephen A. a lot, but I've said I have a lot of respect for the guy because nobody nobody has more confidence in themselves oh than Stephen God. A. It's why he can go make a clown of himself talking MMA on national television like he knows what he's talking about and MMA fans rip him apart. Yeah. But he tries because he's confident. If Stephen A., if if he had a number one partner on first take, like, listen, Skip left. Uh, Max Kellerman, well, it was Stephen A.'s decision to get yeah. Max Kellerman off of first take so that Stephen A. could just rotate a bunch of people through and elevate their profile. That's confidence. That's how you do a debate show. That is not what Skip Bayless did. Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp leaves. Oh, I got to go on a hiatus. I can't handle this by myself. Yeah, he's got to figure out. That That's not cool. Do I, I start doing something on my own or do he I can. Let, He can't. He's can. clearly shown he can't. Right. So, a solo show, Skip Bayless, or even a rotating, that's not going to sell. So, <laughs> I mean, so it's, I think, it's happening. I think, he's, show. It's a thing. I think Skip's being about, humble. That's not going to sell on yeah. undisputed Networks. or whatever. Yeah, like you can do that one-off stuff. Like, how many Skip Bayless fans do we have out there? Like guys that are like, man, I just love watching Skip Bayless. And it's either you hate watch him or you love the guy that he's arguing with. Anybody who watched the fake first take on FS1 was watching for Shannon Sharp. Yeah, like not Skip, not Skip. What's your? Can you do? Can you do your? Skill, skill. <laughs> so again, like the fact that he has to take a hiatus, that's humbling. Like, oh my God, I can't do this by myself. I can't be a Stephen A. and just start carouseling people through. And making them better. Like, Stephen A. makes people better around him. You can have any opinion you want of Stephen A. Smith. That man makes people better around him. He's like the LeBron 
of debate. Wow. It's kind of a good call. And the Stephen A. Smith radio show, that podcast he does. Hilarious. He rules. He, it's hilarious. Like, I would never sit and listen to a full one, but all of the clips that come out of that right. thing, oh, I always gold. press play because it's, yeah, it's gold. It's content gold. Who else in the industry can do a show as a sports analyst on Kim Kardashian and asking if Chris Jenner is a pimp and <laughs> yeah. stuff? I mean, well, there's just that nobody was, built. That was probably not good. It was, <laughs> he, that, he, that's not the saying, example I would use. I'm just saying, who else would even attempt to Insinuating Kim Kardashian as a prostitute oh is not uh, good, considering uh, that he apologized for it publicly. Uh, not great. I'm just saying, who Stephen else a. would go out on that branch and do that? Well, I mean, that wasn't smart. <laughs> that was a mistake. Hopefully, no one. Uh, right. To be quite honest, um, James <laughs> James messages Georgia football needs a humbling. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> but you know what? They're gonna oh, get it. So sweet. They've yeah. been humble for 30 years. Like they they've been they've been taking all kind of jokes. They've been the butt of the SEC contenders for the past like 30 years because of the whole whole 1980 thing. So this is their moment in the sun. They'll get humbled. And not even, not even that terrible Herschel Walker senatorial run oh. could humble them. I mean, they just kept <laughs> running on through. And he embarrassed that entire state and that university. Oh, my gosh. Oh boy. Uh, who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, right after we get back from break, should I take our calls? Yes, sir. All right, so we'll get to your calls right after. I promise. It's my promise to you. We'll get to your calls right after we return from our paychecks being paid. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We've got Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Tyreek Hill, Georgia football, Skip Bayless. It's wide-ranging. 888-760-3776. He's Theodore, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I didn't forget about you, Joe Cronin. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Getting to a point where I just look outside and I start sweating. You go outside at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., go walk the dog, sun's not up yet, and you are just a puddle. It is. It is just the worst down here. Just the worst. Uh, Imagine... If you took the dog for a walk or were outside working out or just went out to to enjoy the, the morning air, you come back inside and your home inside feels like what you just experienced outside here with this humidity and this heat, uh, that's a problem. And that's where you have an AC issue. And that's where EDS comes in. EDS is yes. I, I can't simplify it, by the way, any more than that. Ah. Oh. What, what what AC company? What AC company should I use? There's like five billion down here in South Florida. Yeah, no, I understand it's a big industry, but uh, there is there is there is one one that's making appointment schedules around you, and that's EDS. It's a, a lot of air conditioning companies. They they conduct themselves like they're a cable company. Ah, oh, we'll be there Thursday from one p.m. to eleven thirty p.m. No 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 no. It uh, that's that's not gonna hack it. Okay. Uh, at, at EDS, all right, when are you going to be home? When can we come over? How soon can we get over there? That's how you do business. That's what happens when you're family owned and operated. When you've been doing it since 2006. EDS also, oh, how do I remember which AC can? Can I hear you talking about how to re- EDS is yes. Like All you have to do is write it down right now or commit it to memory. EDS is yes. It rhymes. I've done that for you. EDS is Yes. EDSairconditioning.com, EDSairconditioning.com. This is the time of year you cannot mess around with your AC. A fan, that's not going to cut it. It's dangerous. You don't want to have to be that person who's staying at a hotel for a week because your AC, you got to get on it now. Complete AC unit replacement. Trying to get your AC to that warranty finish line. That's what EDS does for you. Handle your plumbing needs as well. They're versatile. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. <laughs> it is humbling. Very humbling when you have an AC problem, by the way. 
Very humble. That'll do it. It sucks. Theo was there on a weekday night Oof. and got himself taken care of. Wasn't that a Friday night? No, it wasn't Friday. It was like a Wednesday oh, night. Oh, Wednesday. It was, it was Wednesday midweek. Night. Midweek, yep. and they came up and saved the day. EDS is yes. Who in sports most needs a humbling? 888-760-3776 to the beautiful city of Jupiter, and that's where we find Brad. Hello, Brad. Hello, how we doing? Good. Uh, I'd like to say Kevin. I'd like to say Kevin Durant. I mean, I think he still just thinks of himself as the best, and uh, you know, keeps joining other teams to to prove it. Uh, and he just he just definitely needs a humbling. I did have some issues with the Joe Burrow thought too, as well. I, I feel like he's been humbled uh, plenty of times throughout his career. Humble when he was at Ohio State, went to LSU. Uh, he was humbled uh, his first year when he tore his ACL. We're, I'm a Bengals fan, and we've had enough humbling as it is. And just like this, uh, you know, we got humbled again with his gap strain. Aaron Donald humbled him. You know, Kansas City humbled him last year. I think he's had enough. So, Brad, you're saying that he doesn't need a humbling. You're just saying Theo's a hater. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's, that's fair. That, no, no, and I think Theo probably <laughs> wouldn't fair. fight you yeah. on that at all. And thank you, point. Brad. Uh, really good point by him. I'm not I mean, even going to right. That. He has been humbled a number of times. Like I even like, mentioned it. Like a hundred When times. he had to leave Ohio State to go find a new star. But the main <laughs> thing is, so what I really should have directed my ire towards is more so the braggadocious Bengals fans. So people like Brad. But like Brad isn't even that kind of guy. Yeah, so I was no. going to say Brad. But Brad actually is very even kill about it. It's the ones all over Twitter. That's the worst part about social media is you start to feel like you hate fans of a whole – like. He's probably oh. a really nice Bengals fan. No, you're fan. right. Hello, Jets fans. Hello, it's yeah. me. I feel that way. Hey, Jets nice fans. Guys. Knicks fans. Hello. There's reasonable people out there as well, and you don't get to meet them. So whenever you see that logo on somebody's hat, you just assume they're an a-hole like the guy that's right. tweeting behind the you know burner user account. So, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I do have that same feeling anytime I see that Jets logo. Like, it I do. makes sense. I do. It makes sense. But but I would. Oh, well, Jets fans are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's And not they have even, no right to ever talk smack about anybody. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, they've been one of the most embarrassing franchises in football history. Uh, Kenny messages, Belichick needs a humbling. I think he's getting one. I think he's in the midst of it. Is he not? <laughs> he is right not? in the thick of that humbling swamp right like, now. His draft record, the fact that he had two OCs that don't know how to coach offenses last year, and everybody called it out, and it didn't work out, like... Then Brady goes and wins the Super Bowl. To get, like Belichick's pretty humble. And I think yeah. he's being humbled by the fact that he can't land these free agents like he has been yeah, able to in the past. Right. Like these guys are just coming and going. They're coming in for these meetings. They're sitting down they're and blowing and nope. going. <laughs> they're just, just blowing and going right on by Belichick. Yeah, they're inserting that fire hose into their mouths and they're blowing and going. Uh, who in sports most needs a humbling? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And it's that time of week. It is Monday at one p.m. And that means it's time for Coach Sala to lead us in to a dog bleep Monday. Um, yeah, it's dog. <laughs> what did you see? What did you read? What did you hear in sports that was absolute dog bleep this weekend? What did you see, read, or hear in sports this weekend that was just abject dog bleep? Robert Sala, the man himself, gets us kicked off on a dog bleep Monday. What is your dog bleep Monday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. What are you putting out there into the universe for your dog bleep Monday? He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, and I'm live on ESPN 1063.